attention to the New Testament. Today's reading will be from the book of Acts, chapter 13, verses 16 through 41. Opportunities come to people busy serving the Lord. God calls people who take time to worship and minister to the Lord. 
Opportunities usually produce some opposition. Here's another example of the parable of the tares. God sowed the good seed, Paul and Barnabas, and Satan sowed a counterfeit. Opportunities reveal character. Paul and Barnabas kept going, but John Mark returned home. We do not know why, nor should we pass judgment. Barnabas reclaimed John Mark later on, and Paul eventually accepted him. And opportunities develop leadership. The trip began with Barnabas and Saul, but it became Paul and his party. Barnabas rejoiced to see Paul being used so mightily of God. It was a team effort, and the vital thing was the glory of God. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. June 20th, Acts chapter 13, verses 16 through 41. So Paul stood, lifted his hand to quiet them, those in the synagogue, and started speaking. People of Israel, he said, and you devout Gentiles who fear the God of Israel, listen to me. The God of this nation of Israel chose our ancestors and made them prosper in Egypt. Then he powerfully led them out of their slavery. He put up with them through forty years of wandering around in the wilderness. Then he destroyed seven nations in Canaan and gave their land to Israel as an inheritance. All this took about four hundred and fifty years. After that, judges ruled until the time of Samuel the prophet. Then the people begged for a king, and God gave them Saul son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, who reigned for forty years. But God removed him from the kingship and replaced him with David, a man about whom God said, David son of Jesse is a man after my own heart, for he will do everything I want him to. And it is one of King David's descendants, Jesus, who is God's promised Savior of Israel. But before he came, John the Baptist preached the need for everyone in Israel to turn from sin and turn to God and be baptized. As John was finishing his ministry, he asked, Do you think I am the Messiah? No, but he is coming soon, and I am not even worthy to be his slave. Brothers, you sons of Abraham, and also all of you devout Gentiles who fear the God of Israel, this salvation is for us. The people in Jerusalem and their leaders fulfilled prophecy by condemning Jesus to death. They didn't recognize him or realize that he is the one the prophets had written about, though they hear the prophets' words read every Sabbath. They found no just cause to execute him, but they asked Pilate to have him killed anyway. When they had fulfilled all the prophecies concerning his death, they took him down from the cross and placed him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and he appeared over a period of many days to those who had gone with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. These are his witnesses to the people of Israel. And now Barnabas and I are here to bring you this good news. God's promise to our ancestors has come true in our time, in that God raised Jesus. This is what the second psalm is talking about when it says concerning Jesus, You are my son. Today I have become your father. For God had promised to raise him from the dead, never again to die. This is stated in the scriptures that says, 
I will give you the sacred blessings I promised to David. Another psalm explains more fully, saying, You will not allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. Now this is not a reference to David, for after David had served his generation according to the will of God, he died and was buried, and his body decayed. No, it was a reference to someone else, someone whom God raised, whose body did not decay. Brothers, listen! In this man Jesus there is forgiveness for your sins. Everyone who believes in him is freed from all guilt and declared right with God, something the Jewish law could never do. Be careful! Don't let the prophet's words apply to you. For they said, Look, you mockers, be amazed and die. For I'm doing something in your own day, something you wouldn't believe, even if someone told you about it. This is Shane Hunter phasing up from phase two to phase three. Um, I just want to tell you, brothers in the farm, that I love you and persevere through what you're going through and uh, get closer with God. Um, hope to see you in phase two. And um, a little bit of what God's been doing in my life is uh, restore my family and um, my daughter's relationship with me and uh, just bring me closer to God um, so I can see what that looks like. Uh, laying my life down for the Lord. I love you guys, and uh, stay up.
Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, Wooten, Fig Wooten. I'm coming to you. I'm phasing up to phase three today. And uh, I just got some scripture for you guys. 1 Timothy 1, 12 and 13. I give thanks to Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has strengthened me, because he considered me faithful, appointing to me the ministry. One who was t formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an arrogant man, but I received mercy because I acted out of arrogance and unbelief. This is just what God's been doing in my life, guys. I love you, and uh, everybody just keep doing what you're doing, and press in and persevere. Today we're reading in Psalm 138, verses 1 through 8. Walking in the midst of trouble did not hinder the psalmist worship, if anything, it helped him to pray and to praise the Lord even more. David could not go to the temple, so he worshipped toward the temple, and God helped him. His troubles did not hinder his witness. Trouble can be God's way to open doors for you to share the gospel. His troubles did not hinder his walk. God revived David and enabled him to defeat his foes. Best of all, God perfected his plan for David and made him a better man. Now you may think that your troubles give you an excuse to stop living for the Lord. Beware, this psalm says that just the opposite is true. Psalm 138, verses 1 through 8, a psalm of David. I give you thanks, O Lord, with all my heart. I will sing your praises before the gods. I bow before your holy temple as I worship. I will give thanks to your name, for your unfailing love and faithfulness, because your promises are backed by all the honor of your name. When I pray, you answer me. You encourage me by giving me the strength I need. Every king in all the earth will give you thanks, O Lord, for all of them will hear your words. Yes, they will sing about the Lord's ways, for the glory of the Lord is very great. Though the Lord is great, He cares for the humble, but He keeps His distance from the proud. Though I am surrounded by troubles, You will preserve me against the anger of my enemies. You will clench your fist against my angry enemies. Your power will save me. The Lord will work out His plans for my life. For Your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. Don't abandon me, for You made me. Proverbs 17, verses 17 and 18. A friend is always loyal, and a brother is born to help in time of need. It is poor judgment to co-sign a friend's note, to become responsible for a neighbor's debts. Hi, this is uh, Brother Nick, phasing up from phase one to phase two. For all my brothers down on the farm, have fun with Louis Gigolo, and uh, just try to persevere through some John Brevere. So we all just need to know one thing, if you're with me, and, uh, make sure you keep looking up. I love you guys, and uh, tell that old buzzer to just keep on buzzing.
atmosphere is changing now For the Spirit of the Lord is here The evidence is all around That the Spirit of the Lord is here The atmosphere is changing
feet off the road.